Welcome to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Marianne Rose. You are about to embark on a relevant and timely journey of thought with registered psychologist, Dr. Cyrus Dirksen. Thank you for tuning in and expect to be enlightened right now. Hey, Marianne. <laughs> this is always fun. I'm yeah. glad we can do this. Me too. Mm-hmm. We always want to expand the mind and mm-hmm. bridging the gap. Hey, yeah. that's a special thing to do. We want to help this season. People don't like, some mm. people love. Yes. Voting season. <laughs> we have an election coming up. Yeah. yeah, there's the fun it can be for some and the terror and the confusion that a lot of people feel, I think, with elections mm-hmm. and the unknown, and a lot of people are already mm-hmm. not so invested mm-hmm. in voting and understanding things about candidates and that. So I think it's really good that we look at some of the human principles. You know, mm-hmm. what are some of the things we want for a peaceful democracy? Mm-hmm. What to look for? Yeah. How do we do peaceful democracy? How do we help people to engage in change and shifts in power without violence? violence Mm -hmm. without damaging each other verbally physically sometimes we kind of take it for granted it's been here for so long that we've had peace and things like that but we need to make sure that we're focusing on that that we don't take it for granted because things can go sideways quickly sometimes and we want to make sure that we're doing what we can a lot of people are grossed out when they look at ads on Mm. politicians bashing the other politician Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know this happens a lot and so you just hear that they did bad here and they're awful here and good to know Mm -hmm. good to know the Mm -hmm. truth Mm -hmm. some of it's embellished I think Mm -hmm. some of it Mm -hmm. is exaggerated some of it is maybe spoken of in so much worse ways Mm. but I don't know that that's what really makes the other party look pretty Mm. or makes you want to vote for them because the other one is bad or just makes already angry people more angry and sure of their side and opinion against that or that was just what they needed to hear to switch off that party that was being bashed i guess what i'm trying to get at is that i feel like let's try it differently mm-hmm. any future politicians listening to this now i would encourage you not to use that tactic mm. <laughs> yeah how to be more positive about your own position rather than negative about somebody else's position yeah. right got to tell the truth you got to say what's gone on but i feel like it's done in a way that is fear-mongering and that these people are bad and Mm. evil and have intentions Mm -hmm. to destroy your life and that (laughs) this whole monstrous political party and Mm -hmm. all these monsters Mm -hmm. well that's not even true Mm -hmm. it's untrue about most Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. most politicians are not evil yeah it's an interesting thing to think about because most people are trying to do what they feel is the right thing i remember working in stony mountain this is a prison and i was working there as a psychologist and I remember realizing that the morality ethics of the prison were very different than the ethics outside in our regular world. But the inmates themselves were practicing justice. They had their own justice system. They had their own idea of what was right and wrong. And they practiced it and they exercised it. For example, somebody who had killed a police officer would potentially be quite powerful in the prison and looked up to. Whereas somebody who was a molester, had sexually assaulted somebody, particularly a child, would be at the bottom and potentially could be hurt or killed in the prison. So even though it might seem like the people there were bad people or you could have your own thoughts about them, they actually were trying to do what they thought was the right thing. They had a very different view, but it's amazing what can happen. You 
you think that people are trying to do the wrong thing or people are trying to be bad, and that sometimes is the case, for sure, but it's not as common as you think. Most of the time, people are reacting emotionally and they are trying to do what they think is right. And so when we think about politicians, I mean, if you can go into a prison with people who are hurting each other and doing these kinds of things that seem so different, and you can find that they actually are trying to do the right thing, they're actually trying to appease their conscience. They're trying to practice their own morality. They're trying to help society, in a sense, in their own way. You can go to a political rally and you see the same thing there. They're not trying to do the wrong thing. They're not trying to be evil or hurt society. They're trying to do what they think is right. And in some ways, it's a great thing to go around and see that there's people who are interested and people who want to do the right thing, who are trying to help, even if you disagree with how they're doing it. I was encouraged, in a sense, to see that the people in the prison were actually trying to do the right thing. And if you start there, it's a lot easier to talk to people. It's a lot easier to have a debate with somebody when you believe that they are actually doing what they think is right, yeah. not that they're just trying to hurt you yeah. or destroy society. That's what I mean. There's so very few people that are just wrong at their core and they're just full of hate and vile. Mm-hmm. That's all they are and that's mm-hmm. all they have. I think that's mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. And just to see that first. Mm-hmm. Put on some human eyeglasses. Oh, that's a new invention we can work on. <laughs> Something yeah. that'll mm-hmm. bring out the soul and help you not hate. It's hard to believe that people with some views can actually think that they're right. So we assume that they must be evil. They must be trying to destroy. Because we don't appreciate how different the definition of right can be. And so we need to really appreciate how different people can have extremely different views and still be trying to do the right thing. So it's kind of horrific in a sense that people could think that what one person calls an atrocity, another person calls justice. It's horrific to think that the definition of right could be so different for different people. And we need to get our heads around that because if you approach somebody with the idea that they're evil, or particularly that they're trying to do evil, a better way of saying it, that they're trying to destroy, you're not going to get very far. But I do believe that if you approach somebody with this idea like, hey, you're trying to do the right thing, what I don't want you to hear me say is that I think they're all right. I don't. I think that there can be views that are very harmful. But when you're trying to have a conversation, it's good to approach them with that mentality, that this is a person who's trying to help. And it's all right to have different opinions, mm. diverse city, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. diverse opinions, and people being different, thinking different, even opposite. Mm-hmm. When you speak about something that is harmful or hurtful, and a leader has a mentality towards something that one person views as harmful or hurtful, but they don't. Mm-hmm and then there's this clash, Mm -hmm. it's still a place to bring understanding. It's still Mm -hmm. a place to see, Mm -hmm. oh, they have this very strong other opinion. Mm -hmm. They must be evil. (laughs) The point is to be able to see, oh, Mm -hmm. so how can I understand it? Mm -hmm. Not be Mm -hmm. angry and holler and Mm -hmm. grab a whole bunch of people to jump on the hate bandwagon, essentially, Mm -hmm. and roar into Mm -hmm. hysteria, Mm -hmm. you know, this Mm -hmm. mass... Hysteria, people that are ready to revolt. Mm-hmm. That's actually something I'm concerned about for what's going on with COVID mm-hmm. and the changes in government and some of the more strict rules that are coming down right now. People are losing their jobs because they are unvaccinated mm. and they are possibly going to get some lawyers involved mm. and this is going to go into the court system, mm-hmm. tie up the court system because that's a revolution mm. about to happen. And Mm -hmm. There are people that are coming together in mass, but does it have to be hysterical? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the 
part that I'm looking at with mm -hmm. politics too. Mm -hmm. when we're talking about this is government mm -hmm. rule and authority mm -hmm. makes people very upset if they don't agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I mean, even if you disagree and even if you continue to disagree, it's amazing how you can begin to appreciate somebody else's perspective and potentially understand it and how that can change the dialogue. It can change the interaction and it can change how you go about things. So, for example, when I was talking before about the prison and how in the prison, killing a police officer, which is horrific, was seen as a positive thing. You know, it's one thing to kind of just say that. I, I don't agree with that, even after hearing stories. But it's another thing to, to sit down in a cell and talk to somebody who has a terrible story about their interactions with police officers or their perception of their family being harmed by police officers. And then not necessarily to agree with the person, but to appreciate the fact that there was a story behind that feeling. Right. Everybody has these emotions that come with these beliefs. Mm -hmm. And there's experiences that go along with that, experiences of pain and experiences of real challenge that give that position energy, even if... It's not logical, even if it's damaging to society overall and whoever's making that decision. But even if it's not the right one, I'll just say it that way. Even if somehow we knew whether what was right and what was wrong, even if it's not the right one, there, there is a story there. There's probably pain there. And the ability to at least appreciate the fact that that's true, that this is coming from an experience, coming from a life and from a feeling, that can really help with kind of being like, oh, okay, I don't agree with that, but I now I know how to talk about it. Now yes. I know how to kind of engage in a person with a conversation about that. And that person, they're coming from something real. And they're not the person I thought they were. They're not coming to that in the way that I thought they did. And I think that's it's a human thing, right? We need to kind of understand that we're all human and that our perspectives often come from those kinds of difficult experiences. Yes. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Bringing a balanced view into a conversation can help all over the planet, not just mm -hmm. related to what's happening in our environment now with politics. Let's talk about bringing in perspective for understanding instead of revolting. Mm -hmm. When we get back Hey there, welcome back. We are talking about peaceful democracy mm -hmm. <laughs> let's just see do we have a democracy <laughs> <laughs> oh man you know you said something earlier i think when we were off the air about how politicians get into this often for the right reasons i've never seen research around that i don't know exactly why politicians get into this but i've talked with a few and i believe that that's true for many that that there are people who are getting into politics because they believe in something mm -hmm because they have a hope. And I think, unfortunately, there's research behind people with narcissism are more likely to get promoted, and I think that's probably true for politics. But I think we can get to a place where we start to have a narcissism assumption. I think I just coined that. A narcissism assumption is this idea that people in certain positions are just untrustworthy. People in certain positions, we assume that they have that issue, and we don't give people a chance. We don't give people the opportunity to show us otherwise. And I think we've moved to that. At least I've seen people move from people who are more trusting to people who are more assuming the worst in leadership. Right. Don't get me wrong, I do think we need to be careful, and I think we need to be looking for character and things like that. But I don't want to get to the place where we just assume, where yes. we just say, well, they're all that way. Right. And I think about the people that I know, too. You said you know some people 
really nice, mm-hmm. caring people that have beautiful, loving friends and family around them, and they were helpful in their communities and in school, too. They weren't the school bully. They mm. were the valedictorian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they wanted to lead and help, and something that they want to govern, they want to see change. Mm. They're inspired by their idea and mm-hmm. hope, mm-hmm. hope for change and mm-hmm. things that are going to happen that are good mm-hmm. for society, and so that's a lot of their core to begin mm-hmm. with, and mm-hmm. at least from my experience and some of them that I've known and celebrated, and then you get around some of these victorious, excited, energized people, and you're like, here we are, mm-hmm. we're ready for change, mm-hmm. and then you have these rallies of mm-hmm. people cheering and mm-hmm. chanting in the thousands, well, who knows if it's going to be thousands now with all our restrictions around the country, but <laughs> how it is in an election during mm-hmm. this type of thing with mm-hmm. lockdowns and such. But there are still a lot of very excited people to say, hey, that mm-hmm. person has a heart. Mm-hmm. That person shares my heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about that they have some of the things. What are some of those things mm-hmm. that we can look for character? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not easy because unfortunately, when you're looking at character from a distance, people can have superficial charm. People can have the ability to be charismatic on the surface. So it's difficult from a distance to sometimes be able to tell whether somebody is sincere or whether they are actually just in it for ulterior motives like uh, for power or money or things like that. Some of the things that you're looking for are for the effect that people have on people in their personal lives. What is the trail left behind somebody? You don't necessarily want to look at what's going on around the person at the moment. You don't necessarily want to look at what their vision for the future is. When you're trying to assess character, you generally look at the past. You look at what's gone on around them and what do people feel after they've crossed that person's path. And that can be a little tough to do, but that's generally a better way. You look at what the fruit of their life is. Mm -hmm. Some people have gone through some journeys that are now entering into leadership positions where perhaps their reputation took a bit of a hit for some bad decision. Mm. But then that whole cancel culture thing is just like, cancel! (laughs) They did this one bad thing this one time. We had a show once before where we talked about, well, if they sincerely repent of that Mm. apologize don't continue that behavior Mm. even open and acknowledge that's a Mm -hmm. huge thing Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. acknowledge that that was a fault and then you are actively working at it Mm -hmm. and actively open and apologetic Mm -hmm. well that's unusual for a politician but I've seen it (laughs) it's beautiful and that exists and so Mm -hmm. recognize that too you know that there Mm -hmm. are some people that especially then, mm-hmm. then I actually feel like, okay, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. free to mm-hmm. admit mm-hmm. you're not perfect mm-hmm. instead of flaunting mm-hmm. and then lying. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I agree. I think that the ability to sincerely apologize is something that really fosters relationship with people mm-hmm. and that ability to be vulnerable. Everything's always harder on a public stage. It's harder to show sincerity. It's harder to assess sincerity. But it is possible. It's possible and expected for people to make mistakes. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that perfection isn't what we look for. Mistakes aren't a personality disorder. When people make mistakes, it's kind of how they manage it, how they cope. It's how you cope with stress that can be disordered. And so once somebody's in that stress, once they've made a mistake, how do they manage it? And how does that affect the people around them? Yeah. It's beautiful to be able to watch that. And a mm-hmm. lot of people that are in leadership actually put themselves out there too Mm. they have almost daily maybe on their instagram or that if you're into social media 
that's mm-hmm. a very helpful tool. Mm-hmm. You can still have people paint themselves in a light, mm-hmm. but some that are more open and talk real mm-hmm. talk, mm-hmm. you can see that and weigh it out, and you can mm-hmm. discern and watch people, mm-hmm. and you can see through fake. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. see through that. You mm-hmm. can see the buttery mm-hmm. nonsense. <laughs> that stuff is pretty easy to see, unless that's all you surround yourself with. <laughs> Diversify. (laughs) Have some different viewpoints. Go and look at different views than yours. Different people Mm -hmm. follow. Mm -hmm. See how people are expressing themselves. If it's all in one camp, Mm. and that's where you are so gung-ho, that's your party and there's nothing else about it. Mm -hmm. What if you even diversify enough to watch and see and understand? Perhaps even know why there's so much following for another party or what? Yeah, I agree. I think that when people are part of a group, they will typically shift to a more extreme position than they would have if they were just alone. So if you're on your own and you're having to make a decision about something, and you know, a moral decision, an ethical decision, a, some kind of controversial decision, you will take a position. But if you're in a part of a group that agrees with you, you're more likely to take a position that's more extreme. It's called group shift. So when people only adhere to or surround themselves with people who see things similarly, which is, by the way, so easy to do now, obviously with social media and things like that and a bunch of algorithms that feed us things that we are already interested in, we will become more extreme. And it's painful to actually expose yourself to things you disagree with. It's rewarding to confirm what you already believe. So it's painful and punishing sometimes to see the opposite. But that doesn't mean it's not healthy. Even when you see the opposite, allow yourself Mm. to calm down. When I talk about peaceful democracy, there is a point here to pursue the peace, Mm -hmm. go after it. One of the ways that I think about peace is your child is bolting out into the street and you have to go stop them. Mm. It's like that. Pursue peace with that same type of... If you see the dark or the disruption to Mm -hmm. your peace, if Mm -hmm. you're experiencing that internally or with something like following somebody on social media or watching politicians and what you see on the opposite and it causes you to feel rage Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. disruption. It's just like run after the child and stop it Mm -hmm. from bolting out into the street. Run after the peace. Mm -hmm. Run after it. Go after it. Go get it and bring Mm -hmm. it so that you can even calm down enough to learn Mm -hmm. be open to learn what they're about Mm -hmm. instead of feeling so suddenly another viewpoint comes and it's hugely conflicting Mm -hmm. the -hmm. question is is it Mm -hmm. if it is okay cool like you Mm -hmm. do still need to have your core values that hugely conflicting Mm -hmm. part of something that's like whoa that Mm -hmm. doesn't settle right with my core values Mm -hmm. that's one thing Mm -hmm. but a lot of time it's conflicting to the bandwagon it's all of a sudden Mm. coming slapped into what everybody else is saying Mm -hmm. what the opinions are causing everybody to be upset the hysteria instead of what I'm saying that's where you go after Mm -hmm. peace Mm -hmm. the ability to see both sides you know the ability to go and empathize the ability to go and pursue that peace to be able to expose yourself not become overwhelmed with it I mean it's funny when I work with couples in couples therapy or something like that which is kind of a conflict resolution, different opinions happen all the time and people have to figure that out. One of the truisms is that most couples don't actually resolve their conflict. They don't come to agreement. What they do is they learn to tolerate 
the disagreement. They learn to love each other, understand the fact that the other person has a different perspective and that that usually is okay. It doesn't affect them on a day-to-day level and they can still be close. They can still be connected. So learning to tolerate, learning to accept, learning to love, if you can't love somebody different from you, you're going to be very lonely because we're all different. So figuring that out, figuring out how to be emotionally stable in the presence of a difference is very important to feeling connected and to feeling loved and not to be insecure in your own position so that you feel like you have to lash out or that you can't tolerate that anymore. Security in your own position, that is something to always come back to. Mm -hmm. For is this a core value? Is this something that I trust about my opinion on this because mm. opinions can be flighty right they can be something that's just like I like blue mm-hmm. it's a nice color I love <laughs> it and so somebody says well you should like red because <laughs> there's something wrong with blue yeah. there's definitely something wrong with you <laughs> and come on you could start a war over something <laughs> like that you know it's it's amazing what can qualify for it's a war a color <laughs> I mean it's not a core value moral mm-hmm. sound mm-hmm. principle of life and living that's as deep as a matter of life and death and Mm -hmm. those are pretty big things Mm -hmm. yeah what is really worth it for that kind of action to get to a place of violence to get to a place of of extreme action what is really worth it and it's not much it's not much so being able to distinguish those things being able to appreciate how people can struggle and allow people to struggle with different views and to work that out and to make their mistakes That's what we do most of the time. Like with children, like with your example, with children, most of the time, I like to let children figure things out if you can. But if they're running towards the street, (laughs) then you grab them. (laughs) You grab them. You you can't come back from that lesson. (laughs) Yeah, that violence, it's so serious. We can't take it lightly. We have to be so careful. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate this conversation about that. I know Mm -hmm. that what we want in pursuing peace, peaceful democracy is possible Mm -hmm. and I just encourage everybody to study watch go into the websites follow the Instagram profiles see what you can find out about these people and then Mm. see them as people Mm -hmm. happy election season (laughs) (laughs) that's good well that was an honor to get to spend that time with you appreciate you tuning in Please check out more of Dr. Cyrus at maplecrestchurch.ca and at drcyrusdirksen.com. Thanks again and tune in next time for Bridging the Gap. I'm Marianne Rose.